Hello, and welcome to Take 5 for Houston Real Estate. Buying, selling, renting, and financing tips from the pros. Hello. Are you there? Yes. Yes, good. Uh, well, welcome to Take 5 for Houston Real Estate today. I have a first. We have two people on the call with me, uh, Elizabeth Rankin-Rice and Robin Hargrove, uh, colleagues of mine at First United Bank. How are you guys doing? Great. Doing great. great. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So uh, let's just uh, jump in with some introductions, and I'll let you kind of tell the audience how you got to where you are today. So Elizabeth, why don't you jump in and give us a little history on yourself and your experience and what's going on now. So I joined First United Mortgage about a year and a half ago. I came from a correspondent lender. My career has mostly been with a bank. I am I'm in January of 2020, 2020. I will be in, uh, entering my 23rd year in mortgage lending. I've done everything from a, a receptionist, assistant, processor, closer and originator and have been originating probably for the 19 years or 20 years that I've in the industry. Great. Robin? And then I got, I got into this business a little differently. I actually got into a construction lending group and that's back when you had to calculate everything by hand and did construction lending. Then I moved into underwriting. I underwrote for Fannie Mae or underwrote for FHA and um, moved myself up the system and became an originator how I joined First United Bank is that I knew Elizabeth over here and I heard about the great products they had over here. So I actually called her and said, I'm interested in changing jobs because the products there exceed everybody else's. And so, um, you know, I reached out to First United Bank and luckily they hired me. Cool. So what are some of those products that uh, attracted you? What's unique about First United? Um, I think the thing that attracted me uh, initially was the construction lending loans. I really like construction lending loans. They're kind of like a story. You have the beginning and the middle and they're building the house. And then the oh. end when they have the wonderful house, it's, um, I just really like construction lending loans. Ours are very aggressive. They're priced aggressively, but they also have some rules that other lenders don't even offer, don't even consider. So we can say yes to more people that want to build their homes. Nice. And I will tell it on that as well. In addition to the construction loans, we have a purchase renovation, which tail ends to the same product. You basically can purchase, have that, as Robin would say, the HGTV moment where you can build, uh, buy a home, an existing home and renovate it and incorporate it all into one loan, one closing cost, one set of underwriting and one close, one closing. Mm -hmm. And you have your dream home living in the great neighborhood that maybe you couldn't have afforded had you not renovated it. Cool. And um, you both are in Houston with me. Do you uh, do these loans just mostly in Houston or are you branching out into other parts of the country? Or We have a lot of loans we can do in Texas and Oklahoma. There's, they're mm -hmm. called bank-owned products. They're private money with our bank. Uh, we have a, another list of lending programs that we can do nationwide. Uh, I just closed a VA uh, purchase over in uh Idaho, it was great. Uh, it was a, jumbo, a VA jumbo. So, yes, we have loan products for everywhere in the United States. And I've done a couple outside the state as well. Uh, New Mexico, Second Homes, Colorado. Um, of course, we've done Dallas and all the major cities and minor mm -hmm. cities, if you will, in Texas as well. 
Yeah, cool. Um, and where do you guys get your business mostly? Is it, uh, you know, from past clients or internet or referrals? All of it, all of the above. Um, mm -hmm. I've recently discovered or have had success, if you will, with social media. Um, yeah. I try not to overdo it, but try to keep myself on the radar. And from that, I've gotten several referrals from there, which I'm happy with because it's, it's, I do enjoy social media more, more so for keeping it connected with people, my family, extended friends that have moved or wherever, but, um, sphere of influence for me as well, past clients. Yeah. Yeah. A referral from a past client is one of the best. And because what they're telling the new customer is Robin reached out, Robin did a good job. Robin protected my interest throughout the whole process. And there's a lot that happened behind the scenes on these loans that consumers don't even know we're protecting them. We're, we're making sure their homeowner's insurance is in good standing with the state. We're making sure that all parties involved in the transaction are not on a fraud list. There's not some flip history there. There's things we're doing behind the scenes that protect our buyers that are extreme. And the good news is they don't know about it because we protect them. Yeah. Um, but if something comes up, we're going to let them know and we're going to try to solve it or steer them away from a bad situation. Yep. I always thought about 30% of our job is problem solving. So, mm -hmm. yes. um, so what are some tips you would have for uh, buyers today or sellers or even renters? What, what are some things that you would like people to know before they start the process? Well, I, I had a referral the other day from a couple that aren't sure they want to buy and weren't sure they qualified and, I said, you know what? There's no harm in finding that part out. And the first step would be look at your, let's do an application, look at your credit and look at the overall picture. Mm -hmm. And if, if you don't want to buy, that's fine. If, if you want to buy, I'll guide you on how to do it. And if I think you can't buy, I will tell you as, as such and what to do. So, um, nope. And I told him no pressure. I mean, there's, and he said to me, which I thought was sweet. He goes, well, I don't want to waste your time. I'm like, it's not a waste of my time. I like providing feedback and I'm honored that you called. So, um, I would say the first start is really, let's see what your credit looks like. Credit Karma, what many people use, mm -hmm. not a big fan, haven't found it to be accurate when any scores we look at. Um, and unfortunately, many people use things as that nature to, to gauge their credit scores. And a lot of times they are sadly surprised what they are, but I've had a handful, <laughs> maybe one or two really, that have been accurate. But what right. about for you? You know, I think that Elizabeth's right, get pre-approved. It's knowing what you are able to do. And so we have a doctor program for new doctors out of the, just out of uh, med school that maybe they're in their residency mm -hmm. or they're out of their fellowship or whatever. And they're like, look, I'm not making enough. I can't buy a big, big house. I'm like, don't buy the big, big house. You're going to have to live somewhere anywhere. You're going to have to pay rent anywhere. Buy a smaller house right now. Later, turn it into investment property, which will then feed your assets. Basically, you'll be creating your own investment portfolio by buying that first house. It doesn't have to be a big house. Buy one that could be rented easily. So I do like people that when I'm talking to them, let's talk about, it's not just a two-year plan we're talking about. We're talking about a 20-year plan or a 30-year plan. So, you know, we'll be really honest with them. And if they tell me I'm going to move to another country in two years, they probably should rent. Okay. I'll be really honest with them. I know that's how we all operate, but, you know, get educated with all the facts and you have to live somewhere. So you're going to be paying rent. So determine is paying rent. Okay. It could be, or buying that smaller home that you're going to turn into an investment property later. That may be the plan that you want to implement. It's not yeah. a transaction. It's a relationship. Yep. 
So how do you guys respond to this question? I just had this one the other day. Well, they didn't want me to pull credit, you know, because they hear that that's really bad for their scores. What's your response to that? Well, what you don't know can hurt you. So I've had a guy that came in. He told me his credit comment score was 805, and I went, look, I need to pull your credit. We pulled their credit. He had a Comcast collection for $60. It dropped his credit score 100 points because it had just happened. Now, 100 points is huge, and it is a mess when you're trying to get a loan. The thing is, is that if you don't know about those surprises, you can't fix them. And you need time to fix problems. So I recommend that they go ahead and let one lender, not 10, that's a bad thing, let one lender pull it. But if they don't let, you know, one lender, preferably us, pull it, they're going to be in the dark. And when you can't fix a problem, if it's the last minute problem, if you have enough time, you can fix almost all those problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you made a good point about uh, doing the pre-qualification and no obligation. It's also kind of no judgment too. So I think some people are, you know, hesitant to, they know they have something in their closet and they're hesitant to get it out in front of somebody until they're absolutely trusting them. I would rather know what I'm dealing with and have a find a, find a house that I love and can't buy it. Right. 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 The yeah. other thing about doing it correctly and having their credit pulled and have us look at their pay stubs <clears> and their <throat> bank statements is that when we give a pre-approval letter, Unlike some of our competitors, our pre-approval letters mean something, and listing agents know that. They know that when they get a letter signed by one of us, the three of us, that we've done our due diligence. So their offer being equal, let's say their offer is equal with another. Let's say they're going at this great house. They both want to offer the same amount. A good listing agent will accept our pre-approval letter over most other big bank Mm -hmm. approval letters because... They know we've done our due diligence. They're not going to have a bad surprise later in the process. So as a seller, you want to be careful who you say yes to because, you know, what's the best offer? The best offer is the one that closes. Yeah, that was <laughs> that's the way to say it. <laughs> well, great. Uh, we've, we've hit 10 minutes. I know you went fast. So, uh, Robin. We got, we, got, we got all day, Owen. Thanks, yeah. Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us on your podcast. All right. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys later. Thank you very much.